Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, Tara and I were, were, were chatting before I hit the record button and we were trying to decide what to talk about today. And I think we, we decided on just what's been going on in our businesses, right, Tara? <laughs> Yeah, well, I figure we'll just chat and see where it goes. There's always, I feel like every time we chat, there's a lot of good stuff and interesting things that come up and out of it. So, and they're true. This is what it's supposed to be, right? Like coffee chat with Tara and Julie and just like candid conversations about business. Mm -hmm. You've been having a lot with the puppies and, and you were sick for a little bit there. Yeah, it was a, it was a, horrible it, it was about a week and a half i think i'm i'm finally feeling better i i did send my husband a message on monday and i actually had a live summit presentation interview that i had to do and i actually woke up and showered and got dressed in actual presentable clothing and put makeup on and did my hair and i <laughs> sent my husband a, a picture cuz he was at work i'm like I finally feel and look like I'm human again. It was it was a really awful week and a half of bronchitis and then it turned into a sinus infection, but oh. I'm so glad I'm feeling better now. Yay, we have Tara back. <laughs> I know you've been busy with with your amazing summit. I was on mm -hmm. the panel the other day and I have um I'm doing tomorrow's panel too, I think. I, I love I love your summits. They're they're always your audience, they're they're like the best people. They like oh. the comments, the engagement. I just, yeah, I love your summits. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we're recording this during the summit week and it's great. You know, like just the connection and the the engagement and the people I, I just I love and I'm sure you're the same. Like you're you're the ex you're the introverted, you know, version of this, but coming together collectively with so many experts in the field and reaching a more like a bigger audience together, you know, on different skills and teaching them different things. Cause we're not experts at everything, but bringing together the people who are, it's just such a good feeling, right? Like that we're able to touch so many more people than just our audience. And well, like, let's be honest, growing the email list at the same time is always a huge plus, right? Because no list, no business. Mm -hmm. The money's in the list. That, yes. That's so true. <laughs> the money's in the list. I know. And so it's, it's just, you know, I'm an extrovert and I just love showing up in that way with people. Like, you know, the live expert panels, they're probably one of my favorite things. And then I always ask now, like when, whenever I know you didn't do them this time around, but I'm always like, you know, the summit hosts, I'm like, are you going to have live expert panels? Because <laughs> I want to sign up to all of them. I know. I, I do regret not doing them this year because I've always done them in the past. But mm -hmm. when I was like getting down to the end of summit planning, I was just really low energy. And I'm like, I just... 
I need to make this as simple as possible. So yeah, um, it was entirely evergreen, entirely pre-recorded. There was like engagement and connections in the Facebook group, but it was definitely a lot quieter without those live panels going mm-hmm. on. Oh, I see. Well, you know what? You've done a lot of live things recently. Like before Christmas, you had Funnel Fest and that was all live, like no pre-recorded anything for that one. So, so I think you deserved a break. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, it was so much fun. I, I knew it would be energy training and kind of terrifying, but looking back at it, like it just went so smoothly. It was a lot of fun. It's I know it's not something I can do like every month or even every couple months, but (laughs) yeah, it was definitely fun. Funnel Fest was awesome. And you know what? Like I'm going to include that link in the show notes because it was such a good event. Like, do you want to share like a little bit like the infomercial (laughs) about (laughs) Funnel Fest so that they know what we're talking about? Because just the name alone sounds awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So Funnel Fest was really about all the pieces that go into creating a funnel in your business. Mm -hmm. So we covered everything from copywriting, sales pages, how like lead generation, how to get people into your funnel, email marketing, how to nurture people in your funnel. Like it went from start to finish. And I think that's how I kind of mapped it out because I've run a live program a couple of times called Evergreen Sales Funnel Accelerator. And I love doing that, but I was like, I really want to bring like I doing the entire thing myself was a lot because there are so many pieces. So that's kind of where the event funnel fest was born from. I was like, I want to bring other people in to kind of share their take and their strategies when it comes to funnels. And oh my gosh, the event, it, it's basically like just an entire funnel course, basically with different instructors. And it just went so smoothly and amazing. And yeah, we do have it available for on Evergreen. I was like, this is this was too amazing. Too like, good not to not to yeah, have Evergreen. It was so streamlined and smooth the entire like going into one presentation to the next. And I will say for anyone host planning to host an event or anything live like that, what I did for Funnel Fest, I did it a little bit differently. So for traditional summits, it's like you have a speaker application form or you pitch speakers and they like decide on their presentation title. Whereas for Funnel Fest, I had an application form and I had already mapped out all of the topics. Mm -hmm. So they would just select which one they were applying to speak for. That way I totally curated the entire event, even more so than a regular summit, I feel like. Yeah. And you covered the topics that you wanted to cover. I feel that's like the Build Your Beautiful Business Online Summit. It can cover so many different topics that I feel that, you know, this time around, like it's very well covered. And that's the beautiful thing about it too. I I love events like that too, where it's just, there's so many things and you can kind of pick and choose what you need most. Yeah. But there's kind of like a couple of topics where it's like, oh, I kind of wish I had someone talking about this, but you know, like at 40 people is already a lot. And so, so I find that, you know, like having a combo maybe of like, okay, like these are the topics that I need covered, but it's okay if there's some stuff that's outside of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that to make sure that, you know, the topics for your event are covered, even though it doesn't have to be super streamlined like yours was, but they, and your evergreen funnel fest, like it's $97, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's insanity. It's like, 
a full funnel course for $97. Yeah. Like that could easily be like a $997 yes. course. <laughs> My God. Yes. Yeah. And it was so good. I love it. I love it. I will say though, doing it the way that I did it with already mapping out the entire event and then having speakers apply for specific slots and topics, it made it a lot harder to choose. <laughs> like some topics had like 30 people for one topic and spot. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> That's true, right? Like I, I can see how that would happen. You know, truth bomb, choosing speakers for your summit is a very hard thing to do. <laughs> right? It is. It is. There's so many incredible people in in the online space and so many different perspectives and personality types. And it's, it it is so hard to, to narrow it down and choose. Like, especially if you have like a, a call for speaker application form, so hard. Like you had like 200 people who applied for your last summit that like, how do you even choose? And they were all amazing. Like there was no application where I was like, definitely not a good fit. It was all very much like, oh my gosh, like how am I going to choose and narrow this down? And so I think usually it comes down to topic, like, and and making sure that there's a good variety of of topics and conversations. But yeah, it it's always really hard for me to to narrow it down and choose. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Like I, I, I was going to say something. I was going to add to this. Oh, now you still have those applications. You could turn around and, and do another summit and just pick out of those applications still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just pitch people and be like, Hey, I know you had applied and I would love to have you for the next event. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a good thing. And then, but then too, if you also still put out another call for speakers, then you have hundreds new applications and all the previous ones. But (laughs) yeah, you don't necessarily have to like, so this time that's what I did, right? Like I, there was a handful of people that I wanted to pitch. And then I went back to the initial application from the last summit. And I said, you know, I know like I couldn't say yes to everybody, but I really would like you to be part of this one. So this time around, it was invitation only. So people whom I reached out to or that had applied for the first summit, I kind of said like, you know, I couldn't say yes the first time, but I I say yes Mm -hmm. now. So, So I did that and it worked really well except that I'm finding that I'm missing like a few things that I kind of wish I had covered mm-hmm. during the summit, but it's okay. It doesn't like nobody's, nobody said anything. Nobody's noticed because what's included, you know, is so good that you kind of don't see the missing gaps. Right. One interesting thing I did for the last, last summit was anyone who applied and I couldn't accept because I was initially only going to do, I think, 20 speakers, and I ended up with 40 or over 40. Right. So um, I could not do any more. I actually, anyone who submitted an application, I gave them a free VIP pass that they could redeem as a thank you for, for applying. And Ooh, that's a good idea. I like that. I really like that. That's good. But also, they could be also guests on your podcast, too. Mm-hmm. Right. So I did that too. I said, you know, I'm already full, but if you would love to be a guest on the podcast, that's also really a really good resource of people and you already have their topics, right? Yeah. I also included the ability for 
applicants who applied but weren't accepted to also include something in the summit bundle as well. So they could still be a part of the summit, get leads and promote an offer. And then it helped them also encourage and want help them want to promote the event as an affiliate as well. Even though they weren't a speaker, they still were included in the event in the in the bundle if they chose to. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. But it's a great, really great way of, you know, building your email list quicker, right? Like I find that, you know, sometimes trying to grow your email list organically is like pulling hair. <laughs> it's definitely slow, slow growth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I tried for years. I was like, oh my God, like I'm selling my stuff to the same people all the time. Like my list was doing really good. And then, you know, because I wasn't consistently growing it, it just kept, you know, the number kept going down and it kept going down and it kept going down and it kept going down. And then I was like, okay, this is a problem that I have. I need to grow my email list, not like organically. I tried doing Pinterest thing. I tried like... And it was like, unless I was doing paid ads, my list wasn't growing organically quickly at all. (laughs) Like that, that was true for me. And I was like, there's gotta be a better way. And so that's when I chose to host a summit and I loved it so much. I discovered that, oh my God, like I love this so much. This is like, I was meant to do this. (laughs) And so here I am doing it second time. And we'll probably do it again in the fall. (laughs) Then we can really compare notes. Have you found that? I know that you've got better luck with Pinterest and stuff like that, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, It's a long-term strategy. So it does take a a long time. But then once you start to see results, those results last longer. So I I think if I was to look, I, I think I probably get maybe 10 new email subscribers a day from Pinterest maybe another five to 10 per day from my organic traffic coming from search engines. And those are just people that have found my website or found a blog post and then opted in based on whether I have a convert box pop-up or it's just an offer mentioned in the blog post. So those are all organic, organic people, but I do like the quick results of a summit or (laughs) a bundle is just... (laughs) It's there's no other way to do it unless you were to pay like thousands and thousands of dollars for lead ads on Facebook. I know. I know. And so that's why I'm like, you know, it it is a little bit instant gratification. If you think about it, it's like, hey, hosting a summit is a lot of work, right? Like it is a lot of work. It's work that I enjoy doing. And I know that you too. I, I mean, I do have a VA that helped me with a lot of the behind the scenes but it was it was a lot of work but what i did is that now everything is repeatable mm-hmm. right like now we just got to go in and change the speakers and change the topics and change the dates everything else is repeatable so now i can turn around a summit in half the time because i've created it the first time and now it's rinse and repeat so now i feel that you know i can just record the interviews and then my VA can handle the rest. So, so that's fun. Yeah. And you, you do all the design aspects too, because 
that's your I happy did. place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, so if you've been on the Summit website, I designed the website. Um, I redesigned it. So it was different in the fall than it is now. But now I'm not changing it anymore. It is like it converts well. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be a perfectionist with it. <laughs> No, I really, really, really am pleased with the way it turned out. And so now we just have to go and change, like literally change the speakers, change the topics and the dates. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right. So so now the design of it is done. The Canva templates are done. And so it's all stuff that even like I did it like you this time. I did it inside. The whole thing is inside Thrivecart. And even that duplicating the product. And yes. Then, yep. <laughs> yes. So now all we have to do is duplicate, change the speakers, the videos, et cetera, et cetera, change the dates in a few places. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. So everything now is it was done the first time. I'm even going to bring everything in click up so that it's more organized and there and even the form. I'm going to try having the form. So when people fill out the form to send me all of their information, it's going to create like a task in click up and it's going to automatically send them an email. Like a lot of things is going to be automated the next time versus this time. So in line with automating more of the things in my business so that it just, I'm not working on my business all day long, right? Mm -hmm. Creating those, putting those systems in place and those automations in order for the business to work for you while you're out having fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had all of my speaker forms and communication all in Airtable. So I just go in and duplicate the base and update the like automation emails the speaker list, all the stuff that was, yeah, so much easier and more streamlined, but I didn't have that for probably the first five, six summits I did. I know it's stuff we kind of figure out as we go. Right. And I know you use Airtable and I think you've said it's similar to ClickUp, right? Mm -hmm. Just different. Yeah. So these are just tricks and tips on how we can automate and systemize in our business so that, you know, like for this summit, someone filled out the form. I would then go and send them an email with, you know, their topic and everything like that. Well, now ClickUp's going to do that for me. So I'm not going to have to send out 40 individual emails. And then what I would do is after the interview, because I record them in person, I would again send an email. Hey, it was so nice hanging out, blah, blah, blah. But now... I'm going to automate that in ClickUp. So after we've done our recording, I'm just going to go change the status from uh, scheduled to recorded, and it's automatically going to send them an email and it brings in, you know, the topic and whatever I wanted to bring in into the email. Like how amazing is that? Yeah. The little automations that you can make, like it, it feels like, oh, it's such a simple thing, but if you have 40 speakers, that's a lot of individual management, like just to keep track of all of that. It's, I mean, it's hard enough keeping track of, you know, the people who need to send you the new link for the freebie or the VIP access pass or whatever, you know, like that in itself is enough without having to do all of the rest. Like, so figuring out what systems we can put into place and what automations to just make our business run more smoothly. I don't know if we want to talk about some of the automations that we put place in our business and some systems that to help us, you know, keep business simple. 
Yeah, I I'm obsessed with Pabbly Connect now. So instead of in place of Zapier, their lifetime plan. So I can basically have basically no limit. I can automate everything and I am obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> like my entire membership, subscription payments, like everything is completely automated. Client onboarding, when somebody books a one-on-one coaching call, when somebody books a podcast interview. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I, oh, I also have one. I forgot it was still set up until I finally logged back into LinkedIn the other day because we were talking about it on a group call. And I was like, oh, I haven't been on there for a while. I'm going to go. And I had um, had like 30 connection requests that I had to sort through. But <laughs> um, when I'm on there, I'm like, oh, I've, I've posted recently. And I forgot I had set up an automation. Anytime there's a new WordPress blog, which because I add my podcast episode as a WordPress blog that includes podcast episodes, it automatically shares it to LinkedIn. And I totally forgot that I had that set up, but people were engaging (laughs) and commenting and it was getting like, some of them were getting a lot of views and engagement. And I was like, oh, I didn't, like, I wasn't even, I haven't even been on here in a couple months. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. And like, you know, automating those, those emails, right? Like, like email welcome sequence and you know when they sign up for anything in our business having all of that automated like it's so key right yeah i know for me the one of my favorite ones is one that i did in clickup for the summit so i had the application form in clickup and then i set up statuses that one status was accepted one was not accepted. So once I finalized the speaker list, I would just change the status in ClickUp. And then I had an automation set up so that when the status was changed to accepted, they would automatically get the acceptance email. And if it was changed to not accepted, they would automatically get that email. And it was just so easier. And then if they were accepted, they got the basic information form for Airtable. So I kind of had the two systems and I I liked it that way because it was like the ClickUp space that was for applications. Once somebody was accepted, then their info was moved into Airtable and that's where all the speaker communication was held. So that they that way there was no like, oh my gosh, I sent this out to all of the applicants instead of just the speakers or any like oops things that would happen there. So I just wanted to streamline it and make it as simple as possible that way. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also working on, so I have my group program and I am working on my evergreen funnel machine. (laughs) And wow, that's a lot of work and putting that together in the back end and the visual automations. And that's like some advanced stuff, even for me. And I'm like techie and I'm like, I was a little bit lost. Yeah, there's there's a lot of pieces involved that, I mean, when we're just thinking about, oh, I want to create this funnel and this is going to lead to this and then this and then this, but then there's a lot of, okay, but what if like conditions in there that that kind of make it. What if they say yes to this, then where do they go? So, so I was lucky enough that I'm in a program that had, I just had to copy over the templates. And so like they had active campaign and convert kit templates and maybe others, but I just basically clicked on the the convert kit template and it 
brought it over, it copied it over into my convert kit. So, so, you know, so I just needed to tweak and finesse a few things and then obviously create the emails, but working on the evergreen sequence with a webinar slash masterclass, inviting them to that class. And then there's different ways that they drop into my world, right? So they can come in through my freebie. And then if they come in through my freebie, then they, they're sent down this path of my welcome, my warm up funnel. But if in the warm up funnel, they say yes to the class and they go watch the webinar and then they end up, you know, yes or no purchasing the program or not purchasing the program, then that will determine where they are going to go next. And so, so even for me, I was like, Oh my God. Like I was like, <laughs> You know, but I think I'm finally figuring it out. Plus, I've never used an evergreen timer software before. So that was also new to me. So trying to figure out how it all works together. It's a lot of tech know-how. So I was like, I was looking at it like I I swear, like I've been working on this for like two weeks. And but I think I finally get it now. And I think Also, I was, I was potentially going to use the webinar software as well, but I ditched that because it didn't make sense for the way I've got my funnel created. So I ditched the webinar funnel, which I've never used before, but I used it. I did a live launch last month and I used the webinar funnel and was, it was awesome. Like it was so much fun. But for the evergreen funnel, I find that this one specifically with the timer that I'm using, it's kind of, it doesn't really work together. So I ditched the webinar software. And so, but the countdown timer, it's really cool. It's a newer countdown timer called Countdown Hero. And it's really cool. And it's so intuitive and easy to use. And so now I'm I'm bringing all of the timer into my email sequences. And so, you know, and then I have to test it all. So fun times coming ahead. <laughs> yeah. Testing is the, is the big piece of like, oh my gosh, <laughs> just to make mm-hmm. sure everything's working. Like I just got somebody replied to an email that they got in a sequence and the subject line and the email was talking about making 2022 your best year yet. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why is this? Why did I put a date in an evergreen email? I don't know. So, right. But those those are little things that we have to look at also, like making sure that it, there's no specific dates in the emails or like this will finish Sunday nights, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had that in my emails, but I caught it because that's when I launched, the cart was closing on Sunday night. And so now, you know, moving into my evergreen funnel, I can't say closing on Sunday night anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have to like remove dates out of that or even days of the week. But that's, yeah, that's advanced stuff. I find that, you know, I think you, when you get there, you'll know. But even as techie as I am, I was still like, having a hard time like wrapping my head around it but I, I I'm I'm getting there it's also new stuff right like countdown I've done like the evergreen countdown timers like the plugins and stuff like that but they were not true evergreen countdowns like I could never use them in like a mm-hmm. warm-up funnel per se I could use it like on a sales page and stuff like that or like a you know a tripwire or something mm-hmm. yeah that's why I I loved deadline funnel but mm-hmm. Now that you've told me about this new countdown timer, I'm countdown hero. Yeah, countdown hero. I'm definitely going to check that out and and see about switching it out because I 
I also feel like my deadline funnel, I don't know if I've kind of just ignored this, but I only have a few like evergreen sequences set up with timers through deadline funnel, but I just looked and it's like telling me that so far this year, it's, I mean, it could be accurate that it made $32,000. I'm like, that just doesn't seem right to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know how it's attributing sales in Thrivecart if I maybe don't have something set up properly or what, but yeah, I'm going to have to check that. But yeah, if I'm going to (laughs) switch to Countdown Hero, I'm not even going to worry about that. I'm just going to swap out my deadline funnel code. And Countdown Hero, it's like, you know, you can use it for all of your countdown timer needs, you know, evergreen or not. Also, it has a lifetime price tag on it. Like, I love that. (laughs) Who doesn't like a lifetime price tag on their stuff, right? Like, those fees add up so fast, like the the different softwares and tools that we use in our business. My God. I love a good lifetime deal. Like, yeah. And especially if it can replace something that I'm already using and paying monthly for, like it's an easy yes. I know. And I was just about, like I was this close. Like I, it, you know, I was introduced to it like probably a week before I was going to sign up for Deadline Funnel. And so I was like, wow, this couldn't have come at a better time, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a thrive cart, right? Like that one time price, lifetime, lifetime price. I love, yeah, I love it all. Yeah. Thrive cart, convert box, Pebbly Connect, Tidy Cow. I'm trying to think what other lifetime offers <laughs> I have. Yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> I, there's some that I kind of wish had a lifetime deal, but. Oh, Heartbeat is the other one that I use yeah. a lot. That's a lifetime deal. And I'm on, I try not to go on AppSumo too much. (laughs) I want to try and test almost everything that I come across. Like I'm really good at like looking, do I need this? No, I don't. Okay. Like if, if, if I'm something that I'm looking for, then I will go there to, to see if they have it. I think, yeah, they, they got me with like the FOMO because I, I wanted heartbeat and then it disappeared the day I went to buy it. And I was so upset that I missed it. And then I think it was like a month or two later, they sent out that we're bringing back our best deals just for a few days and Heartbeat was listed. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I set a click up reminder to go buy it today or else. (laughs) So now I I know I'm like, when I see something, I'm like, oh, should I get it and test it out? I, I can't, like, if I don't like it, I can get my money back. So I think they got me with that FOMO with Heartbeat when I missed it the first time. But then there's also that thing of having too many softwares. Yeah, that's true. So what's Heartbeat anyway? Heartbeat is like a community platform. So it's kind of like Circle, Mighty Networks in in place of a Facebook group. But they also, I haven't used this feature, but they also have it where you can actually have a course built in there too. Okay. So it's like a community, like kind of like Slack? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like for the community aspect of it. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm in Slack and if you like, you know, my VA and I communicate using Slack and I'm in a program, I'm a group program and they use Slack for, you know, community support questions and all the things. And I really like it. Like I didn't at first, I was like, what is this? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was using Slack for my group programs and I found that it worked well because they were usually like 15 to 25 ish people. So it wasn't like super overwhelming, but for my membership where 
I think we got like two, 250 people. I was like, I need, I can't use Slack. <laughs> like it, there's too much happening and it's, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. I feel like if, if I go in there and it's like, you have 50 unread and then you got to click the little thing to go back and then go back. It, yeah. I don't, <laughs> that drives me nuts. So in the program that I'm in, it's categorized. So there's like, you know, whatever, 10, 10 or so different, you know, sections, hashtags or whatever. And so you go there to ask your questions and whatever it's related to. So I think that definitely helps the load. Is is one of them, I don't know, WAME, Wandering Gamefully? Is that one of the groups that you're in? No, it's Hello Funnels. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm in the the Slack the Slack group for um, wandering aimfully. I bought their okay program, and I will say mostly just because I wanted the lifetime deal of teachery <laughs> that was included. Because I'm actually in the process of moving my membership from Learn because I feel like it's just gotten too big. The content there's a lot of pieces to it. Like I do a monthly workshop, I do a monthly call, and there's too much in there. So I've, I've decided, okay, I'm just going to use teachery just for this one offer and yep. and have like a dashboard in there of everything. Okay. So you're going to have different platforms for your... Yeah. Just, just one different. <laughs> Got it. I'm like, have a love affair with ThriveCart right now. <laughs> Me too. It was, it was hard to decide to move, but I'm like, I, I just feel like there's, there's way too much mm-hmm. in there that it's hard to find. And because I find like most of my people in my membership, they have a lot of my other stuff. So when they sign into their learn dashboard, they don't really know where to go for the membership stuff because there's so many, they have so many icons in there, mm-hmm. which is my fault because I have so many digital products. But um, <laughs> I was like, if I can just separate this one piece, I think it's going to going to help streamline it for the members yeah. for me for like managing all the content but and me I'm like I just want to sell my program and a couple of thrive cart I like I like creating thrive cart templates so I haven't had a chance to create more yet but I want to create more like funnels like sales funnels like sales page and you know success page and upsell that kind of stuff I love I I want to create more it's so much fun but I just want to sell my program and my templates at the end, that's it. Oh, mm-hmm. and host the summit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no more, no more of these little little mini courses or master classes or whatever for me. I'm all about the mini offers right now. <laughs> I know, I know. Which is not a bad thing. It's good. You just kind of gotta figure out, you know, your groove and what works. And but I tested it, right? Like I did that last year and you did the same. And and you know, it, it's kind of like you know, running our own business, we get to do that. We get to kind of like test the waters and figure out what we like to do and how we like to do it and then just run with it. Right. And then Mm -hmm. see what works. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, if it feels in alignment with you, whatever you choose to do, it's going to work. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what works for one person is not going to be the same as somebody else. Yeah. Like, like you said, we, we both tested it last year. Like, I think that's the key piece is like, you need to be open to testing different Mm -hmm. things and figuring it out for yourself versus just listening to other people. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I love that because it's also like, I love other people and their offers. Like, so, you know, I know who to go to when I'm looking for something, right? Like you have all of these awesome different offers that I can come to your bank when I'm looking for something and you have an amazing affiliate program. So 
you know, how great is it that, you know, you can refer your biz besties or whatever, and then you get a, you know, you get commission because you're using, Mm -hmm. you know, you have, you have, you're part of their affiliate program. And so it makes it easy as well, you know, like having those, those other businesses that you can refer and, you know, get the commission right away. Like that's awesome. Right. I love that. Yeah. I'm I'm expecting a really big affiliate commission in the next week. So I'm excited. That's awesome. I love affiliate commission. So on whatever we, cause I just love it. It's so much fun. Especially like when you see those notifications coming into your email, you just made a sale, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's awesome. Ooh, awesome. Like I made one the other day with blue chic and I was like, Ooh, awesome. Yeah. Like that one was unexpected. I mean, the best ones are thrive cart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, I have an affiliate with Countdown Hero too. So I'll send you that. Also, they get 50%. So yay. I mean, it's not, it's not Thrivecart pricing, but still, still hundred and, you know, depending on what, what you end up getting, if you get the hundred and sixty or seventy dollars like I did, you know, 50% of that is still like every penny counts. Yeah. Anyway, you can save a few dollars. But those dollars, they add up. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, like, you know, like, <laughs> so I did that strategy session with you in December and you, you made a, like a really cool pie wheel for me, a pie wheel. Is that what you call it? Pie, pie chart. Yeah. <laughs> pie chart, pie wheel, <laughs> <laughs> a pie chart. And so now I'm like, you know, used a pie chart all the time. I created that on my end too, because I love it so much. And so but the affiliate commission is a big percentage of my income. Like it's a huge piece of the pie. That's the case without you even realizing it or like being yeah. super, super intentional about it with, with knowing that. So yeah. now that you are aware of that and like want to focus more on it, it's just going to increase. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm all about data. I'm all about tracking and I love tracking, tracking money, especially I love money. Money loves me. <laughs> so I I even break it down. Like on my spreadsheet, I have, you know, broken it down even to, so like we should all track money. And, but if you're doing it and you're just, you know, if you're listening to this and you track your money, go even deeper than that and track like, where is it coming from? So I have like six different categories, I think, because I only have my main program and I have the summit. So I've got it broken down in a way that I'm like weaning out of photography now. So there's not too much coming in for that, but I have photography money. Then I have stock membership money. And then I have mini courses money. I have digital products money. I have summit money. I have program money. I have affiliate program money. And of course, we're Canadian. So we have to have a tax tax category, but it's all broken down so that when I'm making my pie wheel, <laughs> my pie chart, <laughs> yeah. when I'm making we should my just call pie it a chart. pie wheel from now on. It's like a wheel pie of wheel. money. It doesn't even, <laughs> it does sound funny. My pie chart. Everything is broken down. So I know exactly how much money I make from mini courses, digital products, my program, affiliates, the summits, like everything is broken down. Like, and then so it's, it just makes it easier for you to do, to make those decisions the next year moving in. What are we leaving behind? What are we moving into the next year? Right. So yeah, I mean, it's, it makes it like, you know, data is our best friend. I love data. Yeah. That, uh, and I'm sure it's the same with you. I'm sure you're the same with your spreadsheets because, you know. I try to be. I'm a little, um, 
I'm I'm a little more data focused on like traffic lead gen. I try to keep up with like income and expenses, but I'm not the best at it <laughs> typically. So maybe you need Julie's spreadsheet. Maybe you need Julie's yeah. money spreadsheet. So I I actually got systems over stress and I had like I signed up for the program and I was I think I had six so it was a six month program mm-hmm. and I was finding it really hard to actually make time to go through the content and implement. So then they announced that they were offering a done for you service to get your sales dashboard set up in Airtable. And I was like, take my money because I've been putting this off for several months and (laughs) I don't want to lose access to the content when I haven't done it. So yeah, they're, they're doing that for me right now. And I'm Oh, cool. Yay. Yay. I'll be able, I'll be able to like see forecasted revenue too on like payment plans and stuff. Yeah. I'm super excited about that. Cool. I, I have it like Julie C, JCB spreadsheet. <laughs> it's with all my like my tabs at the bottom and my money. I call that my money stack. All the payment plans that are coming in, my, my I got it all. I mean, eventually, like you know, it's it's manageable now. <laughs> but you know, sometimes maybe you get like to a point where it's like not manageable. I don't know. I don't know. Even if it wasn't, I like spending time on that every day. I think knowing it's important to know the money coming in, money going out, and what's the mm-hmm. bottom line, I think is important for us to know as business owners, right? Sometimes it's it's kind of like a piece that we kind of like, I, I did it too. Like when in the beginning, when I was a photographer, I was like, not always, but there was a part, a portion of time where it was like, I was just, you know, my money was going in the, you know, our joint bank account and whatever. Like I had no no structure, no structure, or, no yeah. data. And then I read profit first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you read that? Yeah. Such yeah. A <laughs> and then everything changed. And then now like, you know, like I track everything, I, the money, you know, the, the accounts, the different accounts that the money goes into, and then my spreadsheets and, you know, I'm very aware of what's coming in, what's going out and the bottom line every day. <laughs> I sometimes I'm like, and maybe you're like this, I don't know, but like biz bestie. And she's like, I'm like, what do you mean you don't know how much money you have in your bank account? <laughs> I'm like the complete opposite. And I know like not everybody's like that. And, and I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say that's okay, but I don't know if that's okay. Cause I think we should be aware. And I think that being aware of your money every day also helps you manifest more money. So I'm all about that mindset as well. Like, it, especially if you listen mm-hmm. to Denise DT Duffield or D- Denise DT Duffield, Denise DT, Denise yeah. Duffield Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. She talks about this in her book. So how how are you with that? I feel like right now I'm kind of at like a um a weekly look, not daily, but weekly. Not daily. I'm a daily. I'm a daily. I mean, yeah, some people do the weekly like money money day. Because I, I do think it's important to like if you don't look at your numbers and including revenue and expenses, like you don't really know what's what's working. So it's kind of like without that knowledge, you're, you're, you're kind of just floating around, like throwing stuff out there, like throwing new ideas and content and offers. And like, you don't know what's, what's going to work because you're not looking at what's worked in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And that's true too. And it, it can help you also forecast. Okay. Well, you know what, like this has worked really well in, you know, the last whatever, six months or so. Like, so Let's focus on that over the next few months. And you can kind of like 
plan your marketing calendar based on the data that you've collected from mm-hmm. from your, you know, knowing your money. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. Well, this is a good chat. We we I feel like we we always get into summits quite a bit, but <laughs> I know. And we did, we did for a while there. No, that was good. Good, good, good talk. Good talk. <laughs> I know that we're working on a project. Uh we haven't kind we haven't like we're still, I think we're still trying to figure out, narrow down the dates that we're gonna launch this project. Should we talk a little bit about it or just wait? I think we can wait until June's okay. June's coffee chat. Okay, June <laughs> coffee chat it is. <laughs> awesome, amazing. Thanks so much, Tara, for chatting with me. As always, so much as it's a pleasure, you know, hanging out with you. Kind of wish like one of these days, maybe we need to have one of these in person. We do. We should have like a bat, like rent an Airbnb and like have a mini mastermind and then batch record some in person. Yes. Episode. I know. Definitely. Especially since you're moving. Like we got to do this before you move. I know. (laughs) And it would be so much fun too, to just like kind of get away. And what if we do what we are planning to do live in the same room for the virtual attendees. Ooh, ooh, I'm feeling that. Okay, we must discuss. That could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, okay, well, <laughs> we won't bore the people, we won't bore the listeners with our, our thinking and not giving. Yeah, they're like, what are you talking about? Just tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then now they're like, you can't do that to us. You got to tell us what it is now. <laughs> You'll find out soon once we figure out all of the details, but it's going to be really incredible and exciting. So make sure to tune in to the next Coffee Chat with Tara and Julie. And that's it. That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Introvert Coach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.